My name is Franny Francisco Ortega. Franny. And I'm Brenda. <laughs> and we are here for another episode. Another, yeah, another episode. <laughs> that's, that's what they're called. That's what they're called. Thank you very much. Are you we having are one? On, I think I am having an episode. <laughs> but we are on episode 41. 40 wonderful. 40 wonderful. Um, <laughs> and I do have some fun facts for this week's episode number. Okay. Get ready for it. I'm so wet. Pop star Pink, reality star Kourtney Kardashian, and R&B sensation John Legend are all 41 years old. 41 is a song by the Dave Matthews Band. Montana was the first, excuse me, not the first, the 41st state to be admitted (laughs) to the union. And I'm going to be the first to be admitted to the fucking psych ward after this episode. (laughs) The 41st episode of Step by Step was titled Aloha Part 2, where Dana considers eloping with her rich boyfriend from Hawaii when Carol objects to her plan to marry. Fun fact about Suzanne Summers, which is something that I just wrote. Nicki Minaj mentions her in a song. And she says, now you begging this a doozy, but beggars cannot be choosy. Been then queen for eight summers. Just tell them to call me Susie. <laughs> On to our next one. Cher's 41st single was Just Like Jesse James in 1989, the same year Taylor Swift was born. Ew. Adam Sandler's 41st movie was Grown Ups in 2010. <laughs> and last but not least, Queen Bee, Beyonce, will be 41 September 4th, 2021. That's fun. I feel like I can't process some of these before you move on to the next one like that well, everybody at everybody at home when they hear this they can just press pause and be like wait what the fuck did you just say uh, i was like i was like pink's only i'm still like pink's only 41 <laughs> did you say mega superstar for pink that's where you're like all caught up right now i thought she was an aerial artist <laughs> yeah exactly i thought she was in cirque de soleil but i guess she's a singer now a pop star um but yeah i did want to start with just um, thanking everyone that put us on their Instagram stories with the Spotify wrapped, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Uh, um, it was really cool being tagged in multiple people's posts and seeing that we were, you know, number five in some, number two in others, and like most streamed for a couple people. Um, so that was really cool. Yeah, that was cool. I love how people... This happens every year where people get up in arms about people posting their like top whatever or anything. Mm-hmm. I think it's well, sometimes I think it's annoying, but considering the circumstances of quarantine, I'm like, let people have this. This is like one totally. stupid day of people like, this is what I've been listening to. Um, some people will like see something on other people's posts and be like, maybe I might like that or whatever, or it's like right. funny or weird or whatever. It's not that big of a deal. It's really dumb. Right. Who cares? I know. I did want to give a special shout out to Hobbyously and Danny Harpster because they posted that we were their uh, top podcast with over 2,000 minutes of listening to our fucking gay voices. Wow, so they listened to shout all the episodes. Shout out to you guys for fucking making it through because I don't even think I finished all of the episodes. Um, I've uh, only been a part of them, but um, <laughs> so shout out to everyone um, for listening. You should give a shout out to your friend that listened to one episode and was like, nah. <laughs> no, he can go for yuck himself. He, he, okay, to be fair, I was like, oh, thanks. You listened to one fucking episode. <laughs> and he was like, I've listened to like uh, maybe 13 hours of podcasts this entire year. So for you to yeah. make 
very fucking lucky. And he's a fucking robot man anyway, so he can go fuck himself. He probably won't listen. And if he does, Evan, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> Anyways. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> What's been well, going on with you? Well, I guess you don't have Spotify, so I can't really ask you that question. Yeah, exactly. Do they I, do that for title? Oh, no, they don't do it for title. They do it for Apple is... Music, though. Okay, that's It looks up. like way more bootleg, though, than the Spotify that, one. That's the Spotify one's, up. like, fancy. Yeah, totally. I mean, um, I'll do this, actually. I'll ask you what you're doing, and then I'll let you know what I've uh, been doing. <laughs> okay. Um, I went to my grandma's funeral today, not to be, like, morbid mm-hmm. or whatever, down, downy. Down. Downton Abbey over here. A downer, rather. Sorry. Um, (laughs) The quicker picker. The quilted quicker picker-upper. Sure. Downy Um, over here. I don't know. It was very weird. I saw family that I haven't seen in ages Mm -hmm. that I did not talk to because they just make you drive up to the, you know, gravesite. They did a, like, it was like a Catholic burial, which always weirds me out. They, I saw some of my family members that I haven't seen in years, but then they just like directed us to go back to our cars and leave. We didn't even really have a chance to like talk or anything. Oh my God. It was really weird. Um, I didn't love it, but it was, I don't know. My mom, my, it was my mom's mom who passed away and she read this like really beautiful poem that was like really nice. I don't know. And my mm-hmm. mom looked really cute in her like little Aww. like jacket and shit. I don't know. It was weird. I'm just glad that that is over and done with. Cause totally. I, I know a lot of people are struggling in, during quarantine and stuff, but there are a couple of things that I don't wish people wish on people during these times is I hope that no one that I know has to go to a funeral because it's weird. And I hope that no one has to navigate the health system. Right. It's also weird. Um, but I am counting my blessings in the sense that I have been employed and like not worried about money this whole time. But then there are people that don't have that. Mm. But I have that, but you know, I am struggling with like navigating the health system. And then Mm -hmm. I decided to go to a funeral. So it's like some people have other shitty experiences besides financial ones. So just wanted to point that out. Um, (laughs) Besides that, I, I don't know for Thanksgiving, I went on a walk with my mom last week, which was really fun. Mm -hmm. And then I've been on an unfriending unfollowing frenzy lately that oh i love that therapist has like told me to do because i get really annoyed when i go on the world wide web and i've been spending Mm -hmm. a lot i mean we all have i spend so much time on it i put a limit on my instagram a two-hour limit per day and i hit it every single day um but half the time when i go on there i just see shit that i don't want to watch or see people that i think are annoying or like embarrassing and i still like thrive off of it for some reason and i've just been all i want to see is like stuff that doesn't annoy me so i've been right. unfo- just unfollowing left and is right. that why you haven't been seeing any of my stories because you <laughs> unfollowed me <laughs> i actually blocked you thank you very much oh, okay mm-hmm. <laughs> but then i just go on the move i'm gay podcast and then i can still see you. i just pop right back up in your fucking feet. <laughs> Uh, that's about it for me uh, well they also put donkey kong country on the super nintendo emulator on switch and uh-huh. I'm playing a lot of that empty yeah how about you um well today i was just being a little salty because title doesn't do the fucking uh, what artists i've been listening to the most <laughs> so today i made a list of what i think my top would be <laughs> um beyonce would be number one 
Ariana Grande, number two, Chloe and Hallie, number three, Disclosure, number four, and Frank Ocean always in my head makes his way to my top five on the fucking um, playlist that I don't have. (laughs) Um, And under my most listened song, I think it would either be Ungodly Hour by Chloe and Hallie or 6.30 by Ariana Grande, which is really weird because that album just came out in October. Um, But... That's what I did today because I was very annoyed with everyone. <laughs> do it. It's. Have you seen like the false like store? It's like okay. So when you like are looking at it on Spotify, it creates. It looks like an Instagram story. It's like eight moments of yes, like I, uh-huh. this like crazy video like showing, and I'm like, wow, thanks. Mm-hmm. You're like, I thought I blocked Spotify on my Instagram. <laughs> I'm tired of seeing annoying shit. <laughs> um, but. I don't know. It was just fun to see like what I was like my top five artists that I was like, I definitely listened to these a lot, but I don't remember listening to these a lot, but sure. Right. No, I get that. (laughs) Um, Today on the reel, after I made my list, that took me forever, forever. um, I did rake up all the leaves outside and that was really nice just to like, you know, be outside and freeze my little ass off. But this past weekend I finished house sitting um, and I had a really good time with the dogs. Oh, I saw pics. They looked really, really cute. I mean, yeah, met them before so yeah yeah, yeah. um i'm not saying that i had a good time because julia listens i'm saying i had a good time because Uh i think the dogs listen and (laughs) um i just want them to know that they don't need to fucking breathe their fucking nasty little tuna breath on me at all hours of the day so um just giving them a quick shout out shout out to uh wesley and audimo um your little chicken of the sea my little chicken of the sea (laughs) um i did kind of give myself a break on my kanye workout plan because my kneecap felt like it was about to come out of my leg um or out of my fucking i don't know out of my kneecap my kneecap was going to come out of my kneecap uh (laughs) so i've just been walking around with a little limp um but you get knee braces like me no okay i already fucking (laughs) had a boot i'm not trying to fucking force gut my way out of this fucking situation i'm gonna (laughs) do it by by myself um this week, I also picked up my Ivy Park bag, my belt oh. bag, and it looks so much better in person than it, do- than it did on the internet, so that was fun. I have a lot of things that I wrote down for my, um, what I did this week. <laughs> I got my hair cut. I entered in a giveaway um, like two weekends, two weeks ago, and um, just like Ariana Grande, I said, manifest it, I finesse it, <laughs> and I ended up winning the haircut, so I went to go get it, and the guy was fu- yuck and so hot. He looks like a 22-year-old Maluma. Um, Ooh, so you gotta send me a pic. I, you, you, I know you suck him. I've Oh, yeah, I've sent you the thing. But he has, like, the same hair, the same energy, the same dick size as Maluma. <laughs> so I was, like, really there for it. Today I got my nails done. I just had, like, a bit of a self-care week. Well, just these past two days because I was a little bit of a shit show this weekend. Um, so I did that and... Um, just wanted to say happy holidays to everyone <laughs> after that. Uh, but that's about it for the week. I've, I've really done nothing. Just wanted to fill some time here, you know? Fine. Fine. <laughs> what about uh, television? Um, well, Are I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you talk about the one that I know that we shared together. I have so many feelings about the TV that I consumed in the past week because I don't trust TV after what I had watched this past weekend. Yeah. I okay, was so, I'm so gonna, mad. I'm going to just start <laughs> with one. I only really watched one thing other than the movie that we're talking about. But I, when I was at Julia's house, I was um, watching something. And then next thing you know, Superstore popped up. And it was the show that just 
randomly <laughs> popped up after what I was watching. It's like community, but like about a store or whatever. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, this looks so fucking stupid. And fast forward to today, I'm on season four, episode like 12. <laughs> and I am fully... It's a new Reba? <laughs> oh my God. No, it is. Yeah, it's much better than Reba. But it's so, yeah, she's like, I'm a survivor. Um, it's so funny. And there's not one character on the show that I don't like. Okay. Um, and it's just really fucking good. And um, the main character, I think, is kind of a weddy and... Um, it's just really fucking good and I'm obsessed with it. Um, so that's it for me. And then we can discuss um, your, yeah. your. I feel like you're watching TV that like white middle America watches. Yeah, I mean, Reba and Superstore. Yeah. Superstore. Um, cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Don't ever Superstore me again. Uh, yeah. Catherine I mean, Gallagher. <laughs> I loved that growing up, truly. I love Molly Shannon. Um, uh, the thing I was talking about, the first one is Happy Season, which I brought up in my gay of the day because I was excited about it before it mm-hmm. came out. And uh, Before she came out. I don't even fucking know what to say about it. It was disappointing that multiple queer people in Hollywood want to tell this story for the millionth time. We don't need this story. I want a story of people being happy going home for the holidays and their family accepting them. And there being like a little side drama, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't need like a, Oh, I, we've been dating for a long time. We live together or some shit. I bring the whole premise is she brings her girlfriend home and her girlfriend hasn't or herself rather hasn't come out to her parents. And it's this whole drama where they think that, What's her fuck? Who's that? Kristen Stewart? Mm-hmm. They think that she's her like best friend slash roommate. I'm like, girl, have you seen her like her like asymmetrical haircut? Yeah, for real. Uh, <laughs> and her attitude. But it's just this like whole story where they have to hide attitude. <laughs> hide that they're gay. And I'm like, this is so stupid. The um, cast was insane, though. Yeah, I mean, I will say I was really annoyed watching it but i was i it was it was I like Reba. Stop. it was I a train wreck watching yeah it. the fucking sister that nobody liked was that was me it's me oh my god she was they were just like okay go she, away why, why don't you go home um and take a nap before dinner and she's like okay well nobody have fun without me and nobody <laughs> liked her and it was so sad she made that pit painting yes. <laughs> she's like i put a hundred hours of work into that yes i um, was obsessed with the sister she co-wrote the movie that oh, whoops. god yeah. bless her she she was fucking amazing. And um, I mean, Dan Levy putting a fucking tracking device. Like it was so stupid, but I was, I was fucking into it. It's I, uh, I, I loved to hate watch it, but I also am disappointed in this portrayal of this. Like, I don't know. It was like, Someone wrote on Twitter or something like this movie is a horror movie. How would you know? (laughs) You don't even have Twitter. (laughs) It doesn't even go here. But I'm just like, it's like such a traumatic. I I don't have that experience, but like it's portraying this traumatic experience. It's like, you know, quirky and fun, like whatever. And I'm just like, Mm -hmm. this is not chill. Also, spoiler alert, the fact that Kristen Stewart did not end up with Aubrey Plaza. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The most disappointing thing of the past year. Mm-hmm. Even more than fucking than coronavirus. I was just going to say it was worse than fucking COVID. <laughs> but I don't know. It was so weird. Whatever. But then after that, I watched that like on Thursday or Friday. Then on Sunday, 
I was like, you know what I want to watch? Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> I watched Hillbilly Elegy. Do you know what that is? I've seen a lot of people talk about it on the I'm just watching these like trending movies that are Mm. that are people are hating on. Yeah. It was I so hard to watch, so uncomfortable. Two hours of me like biting my nails and feeling like I was gonna die because I hated it. And then right after that, the fucking undoing finale came out with fucking Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant. Mm. Don't say anything because I think I'm gonna start watching it. Okay. Don't because it's fucking terrible. I just wait, well, wasted three hours of my life watching those two back to back. I'm like, what the fuck is TV and why, why did I watch all of this? Do you think I care? I watched fucking the entire series of Reba. <laughs> I have time to fucking kill. Okay. So I'm ready to waste three more hours. Um, but besides that, the thing that I actually, the things that I did like watching is I watched Uncle Frank, the other oh, thing yeah, that I yeah, talked yeah. about. Uh-huh. Did you watch that yet? No, not yet. It was really good. I loved it. Um, it uh, the, I didn't know this, but I talked about it a little bit, but I didn't realize that the person who directed it um, directed American Beauty, mm. um, Six Feet Under, and True Blood, which I said that one time. Um, but he's also an out mm. person. And then the whole cast is great, too. It was really good. I loved it. Okay. I would highly recommend it. It's a really interesting queer story where he kind of incorporates part of his personal life into the story. Um, and then as a palate cleanser, uh, yesterday, yeah. <laughs> no, I watched We Are the Champions. Oh, uh, no, I don't know what that is. I only knew about it because, you know, that uh, Trixie and Katya show that they have uh-huh. on that they, where they review Netflix shows mm-hmm. or whatever. We got into mm-hmm. that makeup show because of it or whatever. Yeah, I've anything that they review. I'm like open to watching. So I, they just did this new video. So I started watching it as this Netflix docuseries where every episode is about a different comp- like weird competition. OK, um, one is about like this, like black hair competition that's like really fierce and amazing. One is about like a chili like a, the spiciest chili in the world chili eating contest mm-hmm. one is about like a frog jumping competition Ooh, i want to watch like, that one really weird but i really enjoyed it i would highly recommend that as well okay we are the champions um, yeah it was great it was really inclusive um oh there was one about like a, even like, frogs were involved in the fucking show no like the chili eating <laughs> con- like uh, one of the reigning championship champions of chili eating contests i guess is this like trans australian woman they highlighted her quite a bit in it which and she said that the community was very open and like loving i guess which seems strange because it seems like a very like hillbilly ass thing to be obsessed with but i don't know i really enjoyed it um that's about it for me what about uh music oh what's that 411 what do you not a lot came out for me but i've i have five signals that i like that came out okay let's Um, (laughs) blue hawaii released a remix to their signal um i felt love (laughs) i'm never gonna not say that uh it's a suzanne craft remix dry cleaning released a new song called scratched lanyard they're like a kind of cool uh post-punky type band Mm-hmm. Cynthia, who I'm obsessed with, that DJ who ma- made one of my favorite albums from this year, released another EP called 803 Crystal Grooves, uh, number four. Uh, and then Chris Lake and Armin Van Helden released a, sig- a signal called <laughs> The Answer. Uh, this w- random thing came up on my Spotify, this band called New Dad, which sounds awful. Oh, I want to meet him. 
<laughs> they released this signal called Blue, and it's the Hapa Hapa remix. Um, that's it for me. There wasn't a whole lot. How about I meet new dad? Um, <laughs> so I listened to Love Her, and I talked about her, Love Her voice, but Jesse Reyes has a song called Prendida, live from the Nest Audio Sessions. Um, any featuring Georgie's Georgie, George, hey, yeah, Georgie, <laughs> any featuring Georgia Smith, Pang Black Girls remix. Uh, Britney Spears, I finally listened to Swimming in the Stars, and it kind of made my dick twitch a little bit. Wait, what is that? It was like off of her last album, like Courageous or whatever the fuck that album was called. Courage, uh, fucking Ma- conservatorship. I, I don't remember okay. what the album was called. <laughs> Um, but I wouldn't listen to it during sex, but I would definitely have it played at my funeral. Um, so any, everybody remember that. Whoa, triggering. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> was it played today? Yeah, so it was it lit, started. baby. <laughs> um, Umi or UMI featuring Week uh, has a song called Running. And then Aria Vega has a song called Sin Permiso, um, which translates to without permission, which is how I like doing everything in my motherfucking life. <laughs> um, but that was my music for the week. Um, I've still been really into that. Cali. Cali. Is that how you say her last uh-huh. name? Uh huh. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'm just asking. Yeah. Is it because I'm Mexicano? <laughs> no, I just, I just don't know. Is it because uh, I have black hair? That's album's really, really good. And there's one song that reminds me of, one of my top five artists that I listened to this year, which is Little Dragon. And I mentioned that to Damon. Damon said that she was featured on one of their last albums. And oh, I was really? like, oh, so I had to like look back and I was like, maybe she, because you know, she worked with a bunch of different producers on this mm-hmm. album, or like three at least. Maybe she worked, maybe I need to like look it up. I feel like they wrote the song with her or something. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, that album is still in heavy rotation right now for it's me. It's so well. sexy. I know. Like hot. Makes I me like wet. I know. I like had <laughs> such a fucking bone bone when I was listening to it. I want to like, like, I want to like get down to it. I know. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> With all you got to do is fucking find a roommate <laughs> <laughs> in my 350 square foot <laughs> studio apartment. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Um, <laughs> why don't we do, we'll switch over to Gay of the Day? Yeah. Okay. I'll start with mine and then um, we'll just go on with the two that you have. Yeah. Um, so my gay of the day today is Bronwyn Wyndham Burke from the Real Housewives of Orange County. She sat down with Glad's Anthony Ramos for an interview when where she came out as gay, saying, I'm a lesbian publicly for the first time. <laughs> I'm finally comfortable enough to say I like women. I'm gay. I'm a member of the LGBTQIA plus community. I'm a lesbian, uh, Burke said. And it has taken me 42 years to say that. But I am so proud of where I am right now, and I'm so happy. And I'm so happy where I am. Okay, you already said it twice, bitch. I'm happy you're there. <laughs> to, to be able to be comfortable in my own skin after so long is just so nice. She says that her journey to get sober this year played a big part in her coming out. One of the main reasons I drank is that I've always been uncomfortable in my own skin. I always felt a little bit not right, especially in social situations. Um, Burke told Ramos. She said that during quarantine, she's had a lot of time to think about why she feels the way she does and to peel back the layers behind that. So as I'm sitting down there going through the layers and kind of peeling an onion, why am I so so resentful of my husband? I slowly but surely got to the core of it, which is I'm with the wrong gender, she said. Now that she's been with women, she says she feels completely different about her attraction. I think you finally figure it out and it clicks. You're like, this is what everyone is talking about. I'm seeing someone right now, and after the first few times I was with her, I was like, 
There's no doubt in my head. This is where I belong. And I love that. I'm, you know, it took her 42 years, but there's no right time to come out. And if it took you that long, then good for you for figuring it out. Um, And just being able to come out and say it. So just wanted to give her a big old gay of the day. (laughs) <laughs> that's fine uh, yeah what that's do you surprising have? i know a real housewife can you imagine i, I can't wait for the next season wait what what um city season orange county okay i mm-hmm. i've only watched like one season of that and it's or not that one well maybe i don't know uh, no i think it did Be- beverly hills mm-hmm. lisa vanderpump i want i wish i had seen all of it but it's so much to commit to at this point you know oh my god I know. so i'm just like i mean i guess we're in quarantine i can fucking do it but yeah good for her yeah um my game of the day i have two and one is just really just like a shout out to elliot page for coming out as trans yes um that's like i don't want to say obvious news but it's been a very big headline the past two days mm-hmm. so i mean i didn't it's not like I didn't want to feature it as my main one. I feel like it's everyone should know about that right now. If you haven't heard about it, you should look it up. But yeah, that was uh, the one Brent, we were, we both were like, Oh, I was like, oh, I'm going to save this. And Brennan was like, I have someone else, but we obviously wanted to give a shout out to that. Yeah. It's like, him, excuse me. Yeah. It's like, you know, some of the biggest like queer news in the past day. So right. if you missed it, then you were living under a fucking rock. Yeah, um, fucking idiot. <laughs> But uh, my main one is, and I, I don't, I couldn't find information on actually how to pronounce her name, so I may butcher this. I think it's Tania or Tania Miller of Bly Manor. Uh, she's being vocal about her queer identity. Um, I know, I don't think you watched that, right? No. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, I, I hated it, but I love her. I, she was my favorite part about it. A veteran of the queer indie film Sud Life and. Uh, TV, including HBO's 2019 show, Years and Years, Tania or Tania Miller uh, has always been out and boldly herself, even if she never had a big public coming out moment, with a chameleon-like ability to channel a masculine of center lesbian as she did in 2012's Stead Life, or to lean into her femme identity as the ethereal housekeeper Hannah in Netflix's recent chiller, The Haunting of Bly Manor. Miller is on the rise. And she's recently become more vocal about her queer identity with good reason. I didn't make a public declaration. I've never really spoken about my private life because it's been that Miller says, I don't hide things very well. And I never have. And I walk around unapologetically, not anything with arrogance, just, uh, but just because I really love life and people. One reason Miller who has, uh, who has grown children makes a point to speak more publicly about her queer identity is to help other black LGBTQ plus folks feel seen. It's something that's especially important in this moment of worldwide reckoning around systemic racism, a global uh, civil rights movement, Miller calls it. The reason why I started talking about my personal life is because there's been lots of difficulties with mental health with children. As an older queer Black woman, we don't see that for our younger Black and my younger Black children, uh, the men and women out there in the world. There are many examples of an auntie, we call each other aunties, who is your old uh, and who's queer, Miller explains. Uh, if you have a little bit of profile, then you should use it. We need to see ourselves on the screen, whether that's a person of color or as a person who's come from a working class background. We need to see ourselves and know that it's possible and that that's okay. It doesn't carry that shame through. Um, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't assume... I'd never seen her in anything before Bly Manor. 
Uh, I didn't make any assumptions about her sexuality, obviously. Um, but I, she was my favorite part about that show. I actually didn't enjoy that show. Mm-hmm. I hated almost all of the characters in it. I found them Me very too. annoying. Um, but she was great. And so I'm like really great that she's like talking about the fact that she's queer and she's like, you know, an elder queer kind of, and then talking, talking about, about like, the auntie gays. <laughs> I almost said, put that in my notes, <laughs> but yeah, it was just like really nice to hear like a black queer woman talk about, you know, being more progressive and inclusive so that, you know, younger queer black people can make it in whatever world they're trying to make it in. Totally. Um, I found that story very compelling. So that's why I featured that one. I love it. So anyway, shout out to Elliot Page, to Tania Miller. I think it's Tania Miller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll look yeah. it up and get it right next time. And to Bronwyn Wyndham Burke for being the big old gay of the days. <laughs> um, what should we do now? Let's do our listener write in. Awesome. What was the question this, this week? I think it was. Uh, strange or funny childhood obsessions or something around that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Well then yeah. I'll start in with the write-ins that we have. Okay. Cause I didn't um, get any. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to go ahead and start this out with Sydney. Uh, when I was a young kid, I loved the crackling sounds that glow sticks made. I used to <laughs> chew on them because it's the best way to get the sound and the crackling and the mouth sensation was phenomenal. Oh my God. Until the day I chewed too hard and the glow stick broke open in my mouth. My mom called poison control and they basically just said that I would be fine. I just had to make sure I didn't swallow any. My mouth tasted like glow sticks for days and it's a bad flavor. And then all of a sudden she was like, her her fucking fingertips are glowing. They just start calling her (laughs) 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 Um, We got a first time ride in from Forrest. He said, Home Alone is my favorite movie, period. I watched it like every day for like two years straight when I was very small. Um, that question doesn't branch out so much, but I love his hat. I only dress or he's I asked him if he dressed like him and he said, I only dress like him because he was in Chicago and I was in Montana around the same time and it's cold in both places. Um, and then he responded with, OK, I thought about this again. Also, fucking Michael Jackson. I can't deny that he might be weird, but he is also the best musician to ever walk the planet. So. Michael Jackson videos and everything he ever played in um, when I was very young. Brittany wrote in with Beanie Babies. I had a full on <laughs> Paradise Island and made a spa and all. Um, Julia responded with, I collected porcelain dolls. When I was a little girl, they looked beautiful and fancy and I wanted to be one. Then I got older, put them in a closet and forgot about them. Then I got even older and on a visit to my parents, opened the closet and scared the living shit out of myself. Those dead eyes are creepy as fuck. Not a cool obsession. Um, another first time write-in from Adriana, my motherfucking sister. Oh, that's um, She fun. said, I was obsessed with Lisa Frank stickers, but I think most girls were. I had a box full of them and I never stuck them on anything. I literally didn't use them for anything. They just stayed on the sticker sheet they came on. <laughs> um, That's so funny. I just, I was obsessed with stickers too. And I never put them on anything. I just had like I, a binder full of them. And I'm like, what's the point? I don't get it. Um, okay. We also have, I mean, this is the last first time right in that we've gotten again for this uh, question, but this is from Michelle. And she said, when I was like 12 and came into my sexual awakening, I was oddly obsessed with the actor Jimmy Stewart. He had a fun voice and he seemed nice. And I wanted to cover his parts with my newly fertile body. Jimmy Stewart. Um, 
I don't know who he is, but I'm going to find a picture of him. Is he looking? It sounds like an older, like a oh, totally. old school actor, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I, yeah. And then she also wrote, when I was young, I was obsessed with Paula Abdul and would constantly sing her Diet Coke song from the 90s. <laughs> and I tried to learn the cold hearted dance routine, but my mom banned music videos because she walked in and thought it was too sexy. I still know it. And no, I won't perform it. That's all I have. It wasn't very interesting. I became more interesting after drugs. <laughs> and then she wrote, oh, also, my friend's mom came in when we were watching MTV and Chris, Isaac, Chris Isaac's Wicked Games uh, was on. So I was double punished. Oh, yeah. That was a contro- controversial music video. Too. He's like, you know, <laughs> that was my impression of that. <laughs> Whatever that stupid song is. I hate that song. Yeah, uh, Allison does a very that. good version of that. <laughs> uh, and let's go with yours. Okay, uh, I didn't have any write-ins, like I said. Um, oh, poor me. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> I was obs- okay. I had a. I was obs- obsessed with snow globes. I had a giant <laughs> snow globe collection. <laughs> okay. Every time my parents went away on vacation or like anywhere or like any of my relatives did, I would always request for them to get me a snow globe (laughs) from the city or wherever they visited with like Mm -hmm. a, the city name on it. Right. I had like 50 to a hundred of them or something. It was weird. And what would you do with them? They're on a shelf bitch on display. Oh my God. Wouldn't shake them or nothing. (laughs) That's so stupid. It's like I have stickers that I don't stick on anything and I have snow globes (laughs) that never fucking snow. <laughs> but um I was obsessed with them. And then have you ever this is like a really weird reference and I don't love the show, but I remember the reason why I stopped collecting them, I think. Okay. Have you ever seen the episode of Will and Grace that Molly no. Shannon is in? No. Molly Shannon is like one of their new neighbors or something uh-huh. and becomes obsessed with them or something. And uh, they they go one of them Deborah Messing goes over to her apartment and she has this like giant snow globe collection and then she turns out to be a total psycho so I think I like saw that and I was like I can't collect these anymore you really are following <laughs> Molly Shannon's fucking footsteps <laughs> um, yeah it was just one of those things where you're also too where you like become a certain age you like turn into a teenager and you're like this is not cool <laughs> so what did you do with all your snow globes I everybody just- everybody's dying to know. I think I just donated them. Oh my God. That Goodwill was so happy. They're like, you can have a snow globe from around the world. Um, I have a couple more things besides that. uh, (laughs) I was really into pogs when they came out. Yes. That's like obvious, but they were banned at my school because they were, because they compared it to gambling (laughs) 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 because you know, you lose it when you were playing the game, you lose certain items. Right. And kids got upset, and then I think parents got called. So they're like, this person took my blah, 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 but it was like part of the game. Oh my it was God. confusing. We could not play it at school. Do you remember like the Slammers? Slammers were the best, yeah. yeah. Do you remember the, like, sm- I used to love, like, the bubblegum smelling ones? Oh, they had weird smelling ones. I forgot about yeah. that. Oh, I used to fuck with them, too. I, di- I never knew how to play with anything. Like, I would always get into whatever trend was going on, but I never knew what to do with them, so... Mm-hmm. I just fucking had them. And I was like, you can have them, I guess. I don't know what to do with them. <laughs> You're a fucking loser. Anyways, what else were you obsessed with? Uh, I mean, it's kind of like not different from now. Am I yeah, wrong? Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, you're not. Um, <laughs> I was very, very obsessed with Alanis Morissette when she came out and very far afterwards. Um, I had posters, everything. Oh, my uh, God. CDs, you know. 
Mm-hmm. All the signals. All, all the, the cassettes. Signals. Um, for a minute, me and my twin brother were obsessed with Pokemon cards, like the, oh, yeah. the game. It was very oh, popular, too. Um, I kind of wish we still had that shit, because you can sell that shit online for so much oh, money. My God, and my brother, yeah. my twin brother was really obsessed with Magic, too, and he had all these cards. You can sell them for... Ugh. I think my older brother sold them in high school or like one of his classmates for like porn or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> but besides that, my twin brother had a key. Okay. For my snow globe collection, he had a keychain collection. Okay. Which oh was, I think feel like he still might have it. Not on his person. I think it might be at my parents' house. Hundreds of keychains that were all connected to each other in this gross, like giant ball thing. Sick. So it was like a big janitor fucking keychain where they're just like all hanging off. Um, and besides that, my this is another memory of my other sibling. My sister, my older sister, was a horse girl. Um, and she- okay, I don't understand. Like when I think horse girl, I I feel like I think of those TikToks where people are like jumping over fucking hurdles and shit, but like on all fours. Like, okay, was well, she yes, she but was a horse. The that's like people that didn't actually get into riding horses. So my sister was in. <laughs> so they just pretended to be a horse? Yes. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> okay. People need it's some, they need it's some milk. No, that's they need- really funny. Yeah, I forgot about that video. But uh, it's like, you know, a lot of any people or gender or whatever at certain like, younger ages or there's an obsession with like horses. People get into them. And like my sister was like into. Like would do not like competitions, but she would like do horse riding. I don't know. Like on a real horse? On a real horse. Okay, so she was just she was it's usually like it's yeah, it's usually it's either very country bumpkin or very like high class like type of situation, you know? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um but uh we were neither. Um so <laughs> But uh, my sister was obsessed with that. But she, for some reason, she requested these really specific for her birthdays for presents and stuff. She got these horse plates that were like okay. illustrations of horses in different scenes on like fancy plates that you would consider maybe a dinner plate. But no, you don't eat on it. What you do is you put it on this little contraption and you mount it on the wall. So it's for decoration. These weird horse plates that had horse illustrations on them that were (laughs) wall-mounted. My God. It was so weird and specific. Your poor (laughs) parents over here having one snow globe having motherfucker, like (laughs) green motherfucker, and then having fucking plates mounted on a wall. Okay, I thought my shit was... I don't know where the fuck... Where where did you grow up? (laughs) Beaverton? (laughs) The suburbs, bitch. Yeah, I mean, um, well, uh, (laughs) this is what happens in the suburbs, girl. Yeah, is there (laughs) anything else I need to know about your fucking family obsessions? Mm. Ask me me after a couple more drinks, right? (laughs) Oh my god, Um, I don't know. That's about it for me. Um, well, I feel like horse plates for me. Oh my god, (laughs) um, nay, on this conversation, now watch me, nay, now (laughs) (laughs) I. I feel like we, like, my sister didn't fucking take stickers off of the sheet. I feel like my brother probably had toys that never were used. Like, I just, I didn't understand it. Like, I feel like to this day, if I buy a toothbrush at the store, I'm going to use it as soon as I pay for it, just because I, that's just kind of bitch that I am. Yeah, resourceful. Um, yeah. Um, but I remember 
When I was really young, I was super obsessed with Michael Jackson. He was, I must have been like three years old. And well, I he was, might have been obsessed with you at that point, too. I mean, <laughs> okay. leave him alone, okay? Um, <laughs> I would dress up in like my footy pajamas and I would have big ass headphones on and like fucking sunglasses and use a remote control as a microphone. And I would just dance around the house singing Michael Jackson songs. And I was just, I could not get enough of him. You would hee hee around the house. I would hee hee. Um, <laughs> another one um, was when I thought I was straight. I had this <laughs> obsession with uh, musicals, especially like at, <laughs> <laughs> like high school. Like okay, Wait, so high school musical or not musicals? The, n- not the movie. The the music musicals <laughs> that were done at high schools. Um, so like. Like IRL, like you go and yes, bitch. Let me fucking tell. (laughs) If you want to know, all you gotta do. I I have questions. I'll wait. wait, I I promise it is a short story. Okay, it's gonna be one and done. So my brother and my sister used to like either do like set help or they would be in the actual musicals. And I remember, I want to say, like it was either I was just actually talking to my brother about it the other night. It was either Damn Yankees or. Little Shop of Horrors that was the first fucking musical that I saw at the school. And I wanted to go to every single showing like Friday oh God, night. I love Daddy Yankee. Yeah. Do you? Oh. <laughs> I was like, you do? I don't even remember how the fucking musical goes, but Little Shop of Horrors. I feel like they had two shows a night. It was like Friday, Saturday, and then a matinee on Sunday. And I wanted to go to every single one of them. Um, and I was obsessed with the high schoolers. I thought that they were so cool. And they were so talented, and I thought I was so straight, but I would, everybody was like, forget, forget, forget. Um, forget about it. Me. I'm like getting my fucking program signed by all these high schoolers. Like fanning, were, fanning yourself with it. <laughs> I thought they were so fucking cool. Um, but the last thing that I, that I could think of was, I think all of us, or maybe it was just me, I don't know. I remember I was obsessed with Mr. Bean. And... <laughs> My, I loved him too. Oh my god! My dad and Bay my icon. <laughs> my, I know for real. My dad and my uncle Bert would always call me. They said that I looked like Mr. Bean when I was younger, and <laughs> I took that as like the biggest fucking compliment anybody could give me. And now later on in life, I'm like, if anybody ever ever tries to call me Mr. Bean, they're gonna get the yuck and slapped. But there was one Christmas that my brother and sister and I were trying to recreate. Um, an episode of Mr. Bean, <laughs> and I think we had a video. You still camera. have it? No, I wish I did. Oh I wish God. I still had. Your it. parents don't have this shit anymore. No, they don't fucking <laughs> keep anything. I feel like my high school. I was in a play in middle school, and I'm sure that got del- or like recorded over with like by myself by like <laughs> Britney Spears music videos or something. <laughs> but there was an episode where Mr. Bean. It was like a Christmas episode, and he walks in front of a TV store, and every time he walks by the TV store the TV like scrambled and it just, it wasn't showing the picture and then he'd walk away and the picture would show back up. Mm -hmm. And my (laughs) role in this was to be Mr. I was supposed to be the TV. No, I was Mr. Bean (laughs) and I would walk by the TV and it would turn off. And that was, I was like, I'm an actor. I think that I'm meant for this. Um, And then my parents recorded over it. So my audition tape is fucking gone forever. (laughs) But I really do wish that we still had that video because a bitch thought she was fucking something big, and all I was with a fuck was a kid with this tooth that stuck out like past my lip when my mouth was closed. So well, I wasn't anything special. How'd that get back to where it was now? But look at me now. <laughs> um, I got I put a, I hit it with a hammer the Mexican <laughs> way, with a little cloth over it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mijo, get the doily over there, and I'm over here just pounding the fuck out of my mouth. 
It turns out later on in life, I still get my mouth pounded. So was, we are in the right fucking you. place. Yes. Gonna, Amen. Literally going to say go. that, but you're, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> um, well, that was the write-ins. Thank you to all of my friends that wrote in. <laughs> no, thank you to everybody that wrote in. Um, and I think we're going to do a poll next week. If we should, uh, we'll come up with two and then we'll see if anybody's interested in any of them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not mad that people didn't write me, but it's like, Everyone good though. <laughs> You're fucking they? horse mounting, <laughs> fucking snow globes and keychain having asses. Oh, thank you. Well, what do you say? What do you say? <laughs> do you guys <laughs> want some cookies? I'm not doing. I'm not doing this. Fucking, I, it sounded like I was having going through a manic episode the last time I tried to go to a break. Oh my god, that was my. Fa- I left that in because it was so funny. <laughs> I'm over here like you started, and then you started singing. That's why I did the video was blue dot daba dee daba die because after you did that, you started singing that song. Yeah, bitch. I fucking listened, and I was like, oh my god. At one point, you can hear me just going, okay, wait. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Get it together. That was 40 episodes. We can't do it. No, it's funny. Don't worry about it. We're all in going through crazy weird times and quarantine. So, oh, trust me, I loved it. Um, But what did you you live? Laugh, love it. No, I didn't live, laugh, love it. I lived through it. I laughed through it, and I just kind of was. I thought it was all right. Did you dance like nobody was watching? Yes, always. Let's sorry y'all. Let's take a break. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Welcome back to Move Out Gay the Podcast. This is Franny and this is Brenda. Oh, and that's Brenda. Uh and we're gonna go ahead and do our little pop culture motherfucking segment for all of you for the motherfucking week of our 41st episode. Brenda. Oh. All I want to start out with is to say happy birthday to uh, Britney Spears. Britney oh Spears? My, is, what? It's her birthday. Today. Oh, I guess it. Okay. But the funniest part is yesterday on her Instagram, she posted this heinous photo, this kind of scary photo of her and her boyfriend, and congratulating, not congratulating herself, like recognizing her birthday. And everyone was commenting, like, Girl, your birthday's tomorrow. Oh my god! Maybe <laughs> she posted should... this weird ass photo that looks like her boyfriend's trying to choke her. Oh, I'd let him. Fuck. I mean, I, I'm not into choking, but I mean, I, I don't know. I don't you, know. I will. <laughs> if he emailed my heart, I might be into it. Oh my god! I, I just thought it was weird. It was just like if you, I've not paid attention to the whole Britney conspiracy th- shit. Besides, like just like random ass news, but I'm just like this. It was really weird. Like posting a day before your birthday. This wasn't like last night. It was like in the middle of the day posting about <laughs> like your own ass birthday. Then this is with this weird photo that like has your boyfriend's hand, not only behind your back, like behind your neck, but like about to choke you and you smiling. It's just weird. I don't know. It, you cre- think it creeped me out. Her birthday with her conservatorship. Yeah, they changed it. Do you think that she, it's also a message that's like, I have a gag order. I can't speak anything. So I'm going to have my boyfriend choking me out in this photo. No, do you we- think the reason she doesn't wear makeup is because she's not allowed to because of the conservatorship? No, I do think-, you think that she has. a. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to hear what I think? Uh, no, okay. just, I think it's really confusing. And I know that we've joked about it a lot. And now we don't talk about it as much. Uh, the fact that she's, 
doesn't control her own life, obviously. The fact that she might not no longer be here, but it's confusing. It's like those Like with two, us on Earth? Yeah, but it's like why if you were in control of your life and like social media and shit and the people that posted on it, which seems like every celebrity or whatever, why would you tell everybody it's your birthday the day before it's your birthday? I can tell you why. Why? Cause her life has been so over protecting. <laughs> no, it's just confusing. I'm like, it's oh, okay. not, I don't know. Whatever. That's all I have to say about that. What's what, what you got going on? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have McDonald's is giving away 10,000 free sandwiches for fans who shave their faces. <laughs> I just want to tell everybody a reminder to shave the date. The McDonald's McRib is back this week and you can get a free one. If you shave your face. The fast food chain is partnering with No Shave November to give out 10,000 McRib sandwiches to customers in an effort to bring awareness to the nonprofit, which raises money for cancer research. To enter, to enter, fans must post a photo on social media with their clean-shaven face because beards plus a McRib sauce do not mix. McDonald's announced the annual rollout of the McRib last month, but said they will make the beloved sandwich available at all of its 14,400 U.S. restaurants for the first time in nearly a decade. Also, a side <laughs> note, I've never had a McRib. So I haven't. I, I was just about to say this. I haven't either. So if anybody wants to shave their face and send it into McDonald's and just fucking, I don't see myself ever buying a McRib. I feel like it's a gift that needs I would to try it if it was like here right now. Right. I don't want to hear right now. <laughs> Watching the what, who the <laughs> fuck was that again? I don't know. I almost went into the fucking Lizzie McGuire song. This is what dreams <laughs> are made of. Right here, right now. <laughs> you. This is a gay motherfucking podcast. The more I listen to me talk, the more I'm like... I mean, I have to hear you all the time, so... Is he, you know... <laughs> um, but that's what I have for my... Wait, you miss it. I went like this. <laughs> oh, God, Reba. Um, that's what I got for McDonald's. Uh, you see... <laughs> Did you see uh, the Lady Gaga-themed Oreos that she posted today? Yes, bitch. I sure fucking did. I just wanted to share it, because I... Oh, please do. Follow her, I guess, but I didn't see it on Instagram for some reason. I read about it. Um, uh, She said, this collab is inspired by the world of Chromatica, where kindness rules all things. Uh, I love these pink cookies with green cream. And hope they brighten up your day as much as they do mine. They don't look... I don't know if... I'm not colorblind. They look orange. Do they not look orange? Um, and everything I've seen, they look very orange to me. Um, maybe we should get that checked. What, my eyes? The Oreos. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I. It's really stupid. I don't give a shit about Lady Gaga. I don't know why she's doing a collab with Oreo. Like, I mean, at this point, I'm like doing a collab with everyone. I mean, fill me up, am I right? I know. I mean, I, I mean, I kind of want to get them because you know that I'm structurally attracted to Shrek. So if I could get that <laughs> first taste of green cream in my mouth, you know I'm fucking first in line. Mmm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't Donkey. know. I, oh, I'm not even going to try to attempt to strike. <laughs> I already embarrassed the fuck I out of myself. I love it. Um, live for it. Um, I, I don't me. know. I don't love her. And I, now that I'm gluten free, I don't, <laughs> uh, I, I haven't eaten an Oreo in fucking years, but I think that actually the design is like kind of cool, I guess. Whatever. Anyway, what's your next one? 
my next one is that the Secret Service targets John Mulaney. So John Mulaney's Saturday Night Live joke about Julius Caesar or how Julius Caesar was killed drew the ire of some Donald Trump supporters. But even crazier, he says, it made him the target of a Secret Service investigation. The comedian's SNL monologue from February included the fact Caesar started leap year to correct the calendar, but then he joked the Roman general was such a powerful maniac that a bunch of senators stabbed him to death. Mulaney then added, it would be interesting if we brought that back now. Though he made no mention of Trump, the joke was enough for right-wing sites to call him out for allegedly insinuating a violent act should be done to the president of the United States. And Mulaney says the Secret Service contacted him about it. Mulaney says the agent who questioned him was respectful and quickly determined his joke was harmless and he was not a threat. But nevertheless, the comedian says he now has an official Secret Service file opened on him. I thought that was fucking crazy. I mean, I used to fuck with him a lot. I used to think he was really funny until I actually almost brought this up one episode when he, I mean, I think she's been my blesses mess or some pop culture thing by uh jk rowling jk rowling um he he's english he has defended jk rowling's uh very transphobic like agenda okay and so after that i like hadn't fucked with him i'm like go ahead and investigate him i don't know i thought i used to think he was really funny and then he said some like fucked up shit about that like People were like overanalyzing like JK Rowling's like uh-huh. totally transphobic shit. And I'm like, they really aren't. You're just defending whatever. You don't need to defend her golden snitch, right? <laughs> well, then let's keep that Secret Service file open on that motherfucker. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Let's go on to the next one. <clears throat> Did you see Tara Reid use Instagram comments to <gasps> offer Nicole Kidman a role in her new movie? Yes, bitch. <laughs> I died when I read that. Um, so, (laughs) so Nicole Kidman posted a photo of, about the finale of, uh, the undoing, which is trash. If you haven't watched it, don't watch it. It's garbage. I wasted my life in quarantine, which is, has no wasted time. Um, this is very small font and I'm going to try to read it, but Nicole Kidman posted this post about the undoing Tara Reid commented, you were truly amazing at everything you do. I've been a huge fan forever. Hopefully one day we can work together soon. I'm producing a movie called Marsha's <laughs> Masha's Mushroom. It's starring Vivica Fox, Billy Zane, <laughs> Beverly D'Angelo, myself, Tara Reed, Sade, and others. It is truly an amazing script. I, <laughs> I can't handle this. I, I would love for you to read it. Uh, Shoreline and Universal are doing it. It's a franchise of five films. <laughs> if you can, f- if you can follow me, so I can tell you more kindly, Tara. I was just like, girl, Dead. that's literally not how that works. For one thing, somewhat a, a Hollywood profession. Pro- I'm calling Tara Reed a Hollywood professional. <laughs> Don't ever do that. <laughs> I'm don't like, ever call her a Hollywood professional on this show. I was like, girl, like you have this project that is apparently backed by like big studios. You have mainstream actors working on it. 
you don't have to comment on someone's Instagram post. Oh, it was so <laughs> what good. What are you talking about? I read this what comment. The hell? I read this comment that somebody was like, "Go on, Tara Reed. <laughs> Instagram has LinkedIn," and I fucking died. <laughs> the fact that she says it's a, fi- a five. Uh, five movies were going to be made from this. Yes, I'm like, girl, what? Or Masha's mushroom? What Vivica the fuck is that? Fox? Who's mushroom? <laughs> Who'd she say? Sia? No. Sia. Was, <laughs> hold up. I need to. I almost put my glasses on. I need to scroll. I'm an old. I could barely read this. Uh, it was Vivica Fox. Okay, Fox. Billy Zane. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, apparently Sade too. Maybe oh, it's, that's yes. Maybe it's maybe I miss. I'm maybe it's somebody this. just named Sade. I, <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's I, there wasn't a yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and Beverly D'Angelo. I don't. Is that know her name? Who that is? I feel yes. like she's the woman on um Vegas Vacation. Like all the on Vegas Vacation, National Lampoons. Probably. Where I mean, she's, where she's wearing a Wayne Newton fucking dress and it says okay, Wayne yeah, Black yeah. on it. Yeah, I think yeah. that's Beverly D'Angelo. And if it's not, I don't know. I'm just going to go ahead and be made like an, a fucking idiot on the next episode. I mean, whatever. Been there, done that, still we doing do it. it. So it doesn't matter. But oh, I, I thought that was like to watch wild. It. I was like, this, you, you know how <sighs> trying to hire an actor in a movie works. It doesn't it's not work, on Instagram. It doesn't work through you. <laughs> I actually saw the post and saw the comment. Like, oh my God. like uh, in real time, and I, I was like, ex- "Wait, what? Wait, what's it's called?" Mia's Marshy, Masha's mushroom. Mia's Masha's Masha's mushroom. I'm here for it, but I'm just like, uh, it was so weird. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. Do you think I should comment on Tara Reed's post, and then I should be like, "Hey, Tara Reed, I consider you a Hollywood professional, and I would love to be in this fucking movie with you, Mushrooms Marsha, and or whatever the fuck." You're Do you like, think I, I can? Should- you should ask her if you can play her wonky belly button. I'll be like, I've starred in many roles. I once played Mr. Bean um, in a Christmas <laughs> video. Um, I wish I had the audition ah. tape, but my parents recorded Primer Impacto uh, <laughs> instead of having my first Ooh, Sabado, per- uh, <laughs> Sabado Gigante. Yeah, but they go. recorded it. Uh, they recorded my first Hollywood <laughs> professional job I've ever had. Uh, kindness and sincerity, Franny Ortega. <laughs> Oh, I'm doing it tonight. You know, she would respond. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you could please follow me, um, Nicole Kidman follows me. <laughs> that was the I weirdest have part. I like she... followers. <laughs> but her... Nicole Kidman is one. Tara Reid asking Nicole Kidman to follow her, to talk to her about this role was obsessed. <laughs> obsessed. I can't say another word, but fucking obsessed. <laughs> In the fucking genius words of Paris Hilton, she is beyond. And um, I'm sliving <laughs> for this comment right now. Anyway, uh, you got anything else? Yes, I do. Oh my god, I just can't get over Tara Reid right now. She's fucking Sharknadoing her way into my heart. <laughs> uh, my next one is Swingers Convention becomes Super Spreader Convention. <laughs> um, <laughs> a few dozen swingers are battling an outbreak of COVID-19 after couples passed around the virus along with their partners at a New Orleans convention. The five-day Naughty and Nolens romp Lasted or last month turned into a super spreader event with at least 41 swingers testing positive for the coronavirus, according to one of the organizers. Naughty Events head honcho Bob Hannaford says the swingers convention did everything it could to try and stay COVID safe. Touchless check ins, temperature checks, extra sanitizing, wristbands denoting who previously tested negative or had antibodies. It wasn't enough to stay or to stop the positive tests in the aftermath of all the raunchy fun. 
The first positive test came back the day after the swingers convention ended and 40 more followed. Out of the 300 swingers who attended, 41 have tested positive. That's a positivity rate of about or above 13%. While at least one swinger was hospitalized, the majority of the positive cases showed minor symptoms or were asymptomatic. The organizers have second thoughts about the whole event, saying he wouldn't swing there again in hindsight. Not sure you need hindsight to know swapping bodily fluids with strangers in a pandemic is dangerous, but whatevs. How the f- Okay, we're going to have touchless check-ins, but everybody is going to be fucking each other. <laughs> How are you going to have a fucking touchless fucking hookup? I mean, I do mine through a glory hole at this point in my career, but yeah. Canada told me it was okay. <laughs> and so did Tara Reid and her Hollywood professional career. Do you have another pop culture piece for us? Yeah, did you see that Cher proves that there is life after love and rescues world's loneliest elephant in Smithsonian documentary? <laughs> no, but that is the sweetest thing I've ever read. I know, it was like... Uh, I really didn't even read it, though. I know. You, <laughs> you heard me. Uh, <laughs> singer Cher, 74, who was long... I like how to like tell her age, like we don't know it. Uh, who has long advocated for wildlife, has made it her mission to rescue Kavan, dubbed the world's loneliest elephant. And soon, a Smith- Smithsonian Channel documentary will capture her and Kavan's journey. Kavan was gifted to Pakistan by the Sri Lankan government when he was one in 1985. After living most of his life in poor conditions at a zoo, and after the death, death of his only elephant companion, Saheli, in 2012, he has multiple physical and psychological problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, I f- Cher says, I, uh, I found out about Kavan from the people on my Twitter. Uh, in a statement announcing plans for the special to air in 2021, they would not. Uh, they would not stop saying, "Share, you have to do something. You have to fix this. You have to save him." I thought, "How can I fix this? How can I save an elephant who's been shackled to a shed for 17 years, who is a thousand miles away?" Uh, after a Pakistani high court decided to relocate Kavan to a different sanctuary, Share and her charity Free the Wild stepped in to move. Uh, to help move a uh, five and a half ton animal in the middle of, of a pandemic. Smithsonian is capturing the rescue for the documentary uh, tentatively, tentatively titled shares elephant airlift. That's not very creative. Uh, <laughs> this is the free the wilds uh, first big rescue. And I am so proud. The singer said we're thrilled to partner with the Smithsonian Smithsonian channel who will be helping to bring our story to the world. I don't know. I thought that was like kind of cute story of like a gay icon. Yeah. Very like weird and random. And I know there's a lot of like animal abuse and mistreatment and like within certain aspects of like zoos and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But uh just that Cher wanted to like help this one particular one that has been like apparently like very, very sad. It like makes yeah. me happy. I don't know. Yeah. I have two things to say about this. One of them is a question, mm-hmm. and one of them is a statement. Okay. I think that Cher needs to change her charity to a charity. I think <laughs> that's what she needs to do. <laughs> I, I had to take notes while you were talking. And do you think that when she found Kavan, she said his name like the mom on Home Alone, and she was like, Kavan! Like, do you think that that's what she did? That's basically all I had to say about no, that. No, I, I I misinterpreted this article, or I saw it in a bunch of places, but I thought that 
I didn't know that she had a charity like this or anything charity. like that. That's just. Um, I uh, thought that she was brought to the loneliest elephant in the world to sing. <laughs> For some reason, that's how I read it. What I was completely sober. Um, she was like, no, no matter how hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, do you believe in love? And the elephant starts singing back. Her, the elephant's like, and I can't break free. <laughs> There's no talking. <laughs> Shut the fuck. <laughs> I spent time. <laughs> All right, I'm done with the whole sharing her charity. No, that's like literally what how I thought it went down, and I was like, "This is all she's all singing to this like sad elephant." But then I like read about it, and I was like, "This? Why did I think that this is what what, what it was?" They were like, anyway. "Cher, you need to sing to this elephant," and she was like, "All right, let's go." Um, uh, anyway, <laughs> I, I thought that, that was like uh, very strange but cute news during like quarantine times. So totally, and I love Cher mm-hmm. and her charities and her charities. Um, do you want to move on to our last or second to last segment? I'd love uh, to. What is it? Bless the math. Oh, bless the math. I'd love to. Okay. Um, I'm gonna just start out with mine, and mine is going to. I don't know how to say her last name because she is an irrelevant bitch. But her name is Gina Michelle. Bis I don't know. Bitch, I don't know. Uh, bitch, I don't know. Exactly. Thank you very much. Gina Michelle, bitch, I don't know. All right. So exhibit A of lockdown fatigue is meeting plain old bigotry. And the end result is, you guessed it, a hate spewing Karen. This woman, not wearing a mask, went on a homophobic rant while protesting outside the home of L.A. County Department of Public Health Director Barbara Farrar. The video starts with the woman firing off a homophobic slur at the por- person recording her. She added Nazi and brainwashing accusations, too, just for good measure. There were about 50 people marching Sunday, most of who seemed to merely be protesting the economic impact of California's latest round of coronavirus restrictions. But this woman hates this woman's hate speech made her stand out from the crowd in the worst way possible. Believe it or not, the video got even worse when the woman made an outlandish accusation about abortions. Also worth noting is her wardrobe choice for the occasion. Unfortunately, she comes off like a big ball of 2020. And you can already guess what the fuck she was wearing in this video. Which is what? She's wearing a red hoodie that just says Donald Trump 2020. Um, she was just fucking insane. And then she went on Facebook Live saying that she was so worried for her life because she was getting threats from people all over the <laughs> fucking world. And I'm like, well, hello, Good. you fucking idiot. You, you can't go around fucking speaking your fucking stupid fucking whatever you think fucking homophobic all this fucking weird shit that you're talking about and expect to not get any kind of fucking backlash from this you know yeah um so the video i didn't even i'm not even going to give her any more fucking attention uh but if anybody wants to watch it they can find it her name is whatever the fuck michelle Gina Michelle, bitch, bitch, I, don't I don't know. know. Yeah, <laughs> so you can fucking go- you can Google that. Um, but that is what I have for mine. It was fucking sick and disgusting and blah, 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 blah. nast, so nast, so nast, Miss Jackson. <laughs> if you nast, uh, what is your blessed mess? Mine was the Hungarian politician who resigned after uh, a Brussels party is raided by police. 
you know, the dude that was caught having like a giant orgy or whatever. No, I wasn't. Not... <laughs> I, I love Brussels. I'm going to pre- I'm going to preface the story and I'm being brutally honest right now. I read the story and halfway Made through, you I had to masturbate and then come back. <laughs> <laughs> not going to lie. Oh my God. Okay. 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 <laughs> That's staying in this episode. <laughs> I'm not even joking. It's that it was just today. Yeah. Yeah. This is after the funeral, though. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're after the funeral, and you're like, was, hold up. <laughs> uh, a senior conservative Hungarian politician abruptly announces resignation from the European Parliament after police broke up a party he attended in Brussels because it violated coronavirus restrictions. Joseph Sager, I think, a well-known figure in the right-wing Bidesh. Uh, party led by Prime Minister Victor Orban confirmed on Tuesday that he had been at the party last week. He did not comment on Belgian media descriptions of an all male orgy mm. in the heart of the city's gay bar district. Oof. The Office of Brussels Public uh, Prosecutor said in a statement that the police had interviewed Friday after neighbors complained about a noise that found 20 people in an apartment. Or and found twenty people in the apartment. Two of them uh, invoked uh, dick, <laughs> diplomatic immunity. It said, "I said dick, dick." Oh, I want that diplomatic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a passenger by reported said to the police that he had seen a man, a man fleeing the scene. The prosecutor's statement said, uh, "It said the a lot of it says apparently in this like well written article." Uh, <laughs> the man hand, the man's hands were bloody. It was possible that he may have been injured while fleeing. Uh, narcotics were found in, while uh, or found in his backpack. The man was unable to pr- uh, produce any identity documents. The prosecutor said he was escorted to his place of residency, where he identified himself as SJ by means of a diplomatic passport. The prosecutor said that matches uh, Mr. Sager's uh, initials and Europe. Burke. He denied that he had used drugs that evening. Uh, he also in, enjoys immunity from prosecution under the protections from the European Parliament, the European Union's elected leg- legislative body. Um, I just thought I, it's like basically the article that I read or poorly read um, <laughs> doesn't fully explore. It's basically this dude that was caught at like a orgy who was like a very homophobic politician essentially large orgy so there very was large. narcotics yeah so apparently dicks <laughs> apparently he was like high on drugs with a bunch of people or whatever he was doing <laughs> left out of a window and was caught by police or something or someone reported it and he tried to deny it, but then it was like traced back to him. And it's just like wild to me that I'm so fucking tired of people that anyone that is homophobic doing some gay shit. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna do gay shit, just be gay, like the rest of us, bitch. Mm-hmm. It's fun, bitch. Yeah, it way is more fun. fun. Mm-hmm. Like, you gotta jump out a window. You just gotta come <laughs> out of that closet. Okay, let's go. <laughs> uh, I'm just like tired of it. I'm just like people that. This happens in like our U.S. 
you know world in terms of politics people that are like so homophobic that it's really like they just want to do gay shit and they do and when they get caught they're like that was a me and i'm like that was sj (laughs) and sj SJ. does not get bjs okay (laughs) not in brussels Mm-mm. He only likes Brussels sprouts, girl. He only likes Brussels sprouts, okay, bitch. <laughs> but I'm just like tired of it. I'm just like this is such a tired ass story. I'm just like a poli- like a politician. Why is it old politicians who are anti gay, anti gays? They're anti gays, anti gays who mm-hmm. are like doing some wild fucking. I don't know where they're at in Belgium or wherever the fuck he's at. Brussels, uh, Brussels. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't know the world. Uh, I, but like, I don't. Twenty to twenty-five person orgy. It's like the okay. same. It's like as the same as, as like the shit fucking... that, that. That's the shit that made me horny enough to jerk off. I was like, <laughs> oh, an orgy, which I is not my like mo. But I was just like, mm. wait, people are doing this now. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Shapparently, mm-hmm. what the hell? Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what. After hearing this fucking article, as soon as this virus is done, taking the first flight, I'm gonna be like, "Excuse me, ma'am, where is Brussels? I'm at Safeway." And she's like, "Oh, it's over here." No, bitch, I'm trying to go to Here's the our produce aisle. Yeah, exactly, ma'am. I'm on my way over there. Excuse me, ma'am. I'm looking for the Brussels. I heard there Here's was a twenty to twenty five percent orgy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, orgy organic or is it what is it? Because I'm ready for it. <laughs> no, what a mess. It was just so fucking stupid. Also, like, I just hate it. Also, he's like kind of hot. Is he even more like in an in? You know, I like olds. Uh, mm-hmm. In like an oh, old yeah. old way. You. He has like a beard and like glasses. I don't know. You know, I like that. Yeah, old people all have beards and glasses. Uh, all of them do. <laughs> I mean, I guess even my grandma that we buried today. <laughs> he had a beard and some glasses. Cool. No, thank you. Well, the auntie gays don't. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) after um, thanks for coming back. We just had to take a twenty-five minute fucking jerk off break. Um, But (laughs) let's go into our LL motherfucking cool down. What do you got going on? Uh, My LL cool down is I have like just a couple things. I'm excited for Amine to release his deluxe album of Limbo. Um, I really liked the album, and I always like when that came out this year, right? Yeah, it came out like a month and a half ago, I think. Um, but I really like him. He's from Portland, and I'm excited to hear. I always like when people have it like a deluxe edition of their album. Want to see my deluxe edition? No, um, I'm excited and not excited for the Selena show that airs. Um, it's on Netflix December fourth, so Friday, I think. Um, mess and I'm really excited to finish catching up on Superstore because I think the show is still on <laughs> and and I think yeah uh, I'm a Superstore um, I think that they end up they're still recording during the coronavirus and like they they have an outbreak at the store I think so they're all wearing masks and oh my it's God. so relatable except for those characters are so wild that um it's just fun and it's something silly to that makes me remember <laughs> yeah well yes but uh mm-hmm. it, re- it makes me recall something that i should like wanted to bring up that i didn't make a note of um i had to go to walmart recently mm-hmm. 
uh, for various household things. Uh, I bought a Brita Walter Walter. A Barbara Brita, a Barbara Brita Walters. A Brita water filter. That's mm-hmm. like a, those are hard three words together mm-hmm. uh, for me right now. Uh, and when I bought it, I got it home, like put it all together and shit, and it was like cracked the fuck up, like to the point where I couldn't even use it. Like it was and laughing. Then, yeah, it was like laughing at my jokes and shit. And I was like, <laughs> I get it. Um, <laughs> I'm funny. <laughs> but then I was like, fuck. So I like taped the receipt to it. I was like, I need to return this. And then last weekend I went to Walmart again. I think on like Saturday or Sunday waited in line like before. Cause I waited in line before. I don't know why there's a fucking line at Walmart. I don't want to buy anything there. I go there for very cheap things that I need to buy. Right. Uh, but while we're in line, people were like, there are people passing by being like, why are you waiting? this Walmart is closed. And I was like, what? So confused. The security is not telling anybody about anything. There are employees walking by with like carts being like, we're closed. And I was like, what? What? There's a whole, like a 20 line of people. And then I get in my car, like look at my phone. Apparently there was like a breakout of like, like 30 people at that Walmart got coronavirus, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they weren't willing to tell the people that were waiting in line. Oh my God. <laughs> well, I couldn't only... even go inside. They, they, they weren't even willing to tell them that they couldn't enter the store, but not even tell them that I'm just like, I I'm waiting out for 20 minutes. You can't even tell me that I can't even come in yet. Yeah. There's like 30 people that tested positive for Corona. Yeah, like what the fuck are you kidding? They were like, we're closed for like four days or something. I'm like, what? Yeah, the only reason I know about this is because my mom. I talk to her every day, and she called me, and she was like, "Mijo, what are you doing?" <laughs> and I go, watching TV, and she goes, "Oh, what'd you eat?" Hey, actually, um, do you go to that <laughs> she, Walmart? She interrupts by your house? you too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> across the board everywhere I go. She goes, "What'd you eat?" Hey, actually, did you um, do you go to that Walmart by your house? And I was mm-hmm. like. No. And she was like, oh, well, there was just an outbreak of coronavirus. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. And she goes, I know. Okie dokie. Um, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the only reason why I know that there was a fucking. I mean, I have felt a little tiny bit under the weather, but I don't think I have the crones. To them. <laughs> you know what you should do? You should tell them to use those drones that I was just giving them fucking all the praise <laughs> for that they're giving coronavirus tests for. You should have them fucking drone one over to you and then do the fucking rapid test and then send it off to something, whatever you go get. Diagnostics. Uh, hate sprint, di- hate them. Not, not sprint. sprint. Whatever. You know. Anyways, uh, what do you have for your LL cool down for the week? Not much. I guess I'm just like. I ordered. I'm just like excited like about ordering shit online that you know when you order shit online it's like a little bit of serotonin and then you get it and you're like fuck yeah bruh that's like <laughs> hell yeah bruh I don't know you're like I, I just ordered a pair of socks hell yeah bruh anything it doesn't matter mm-hmm. to me when I get it I'm like I feel blessed that's like the only not the only one of very few things that make me feel that sounds awful. Okay. Uh, it's, it makes me, that makes me feel good in this weird trying time. It's like totally. ordering shit online and getting in and being like, yeah, right. I don't know. like clothes and like writing about shit. I don't know. I feel that. Anyway, it's not super exciting, but whatevs. 
Well, let's fucking end this shit then. Okay. How about that? How, How about, about that? that? <laughs> well, this is Move I'm Gay, the motherfucking podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Move I'm Gay Podcast. You can follow me at Frisco Kid on Instagram. And um, I just have to, I had to come up with new names because I keep getting banned on Christian Mingle. So I came up with three <laughs> new ones. <laughs> um, so the first one, if you want to find my hair page, it is Dip Your Fingers in My Holy Water. Uh, the second one is Jehovah's Thickness. And then my fourth one is Devotion in This Lotion. Um, and if you want to find me on Scruff, you can find me with Down with the Thickness. I like Je- Jehovah's Thickness. Thank you. <laughs> Where can we find you, Brenda? Uh, I'm Brenda, and you can follow me at Pocket Rocket with an I and some underscores on Instagram. Uh, that's about, I don't have any other places. I don't, I'm not hiding. Not Twitter, not TikTok. I don't, I'm an old. I'm 35 years old. Mm-hmm. You can find him on Old People Meet at Where Are My Glasses? <laughs> Where Are My Glasses? Yeah. That's it. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> Goodbye. Okay, bye. Bye.